Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Emer, and you haven't heard this music podcast. Hello and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, an informative podcast about little-known music from around the world, focusing on all genres and nuances of music. Tonight in the studio, as always, I have to my far left, Wayne. Say hello, Wayne. Hello, everybody. And I have Richard. Say hello, Richard. Hello, Richard. And tonight we have our special guest, Ema. Say hello, Ema. Hello. We've had a slight logistical hang-up with our guest tonight. So, um, Ema, who you may remember from a few episodes ago, I'm a friend of the podcast. You are officially a friend of the podcast now, Ema. Ah, uh, Ema has stepped in at the 11th hour in order to rescue our podcast. The, Thank you, Ema. To be fair, the 11th try. hour was about an hour ago. This was like the 11.59, this was. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the reason I say this is not to have a go at um, the person who should, who, should, who should have been on the... But it's really to say that tonight could be a little bit discombobulated. So please bear with us. Great word. Yes. So what can we expect for tonight? We can expect our usual five rounds. We begin with our head-to-head round. Where the three of us will go head to head against each other to bring the best song of the week, which will be chosen and judged by Ema. Are you ready for this, Ema? I'm ready. Hey. Totally lying, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, so, very last my, minute, but. <laughs> my okay. song tonight is by the Sunshakers. It is a song back to us. What would you be bringing, Richard? Troy Cole Colony's song. Don't tell me. It's his song, and his song is you Light Bulb. Have, I was going to say, you're going to have light a Light Bulb moment in a minute, aren't you? <laughs> Troy Cole, Colton, Light Bulbs. Wayne, uh, what is your submission? My submission, submission this week is a band called Out of Service and their song Kestrel. We then bounce across to our hidden masterpiece, which tonight will be brought by a member of the team. It will be brought by Wayne. Yes, I am bringing my hidden masterpiece, which is by Melissa Odomar, and the song is called Followed the Waves. Never heard of them, that's how hidden it is. <laughs> and I should be bringing a forgotten classic this week which is Doken with their song Dream Warriors from the Nightmare on Elm Street 3 soundtrack. Okay, we'll talk about that later on. And then, what happens next? Oh, it's the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Road! Go! Go! <laughs> and, uh, and I was challenged by our guests on, on the last show. Gemma from Hunters. Gemma from Hunters yes. challenged me to bring the music of Cape. I have brought the song PMS by Lizzie and Park Myung Soo. This is bringing her PMS. It is. Uh, let, we can get into it later. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get into it later. <laughs> we'll into I'd it rather later we didn't. Uh, and then we finish off with our artist. <laughs> we finish off with our artist spotlight round, where Ema will tell us all about what she's up to in the uh, world of music. This is so off the fly. What song are you bringing for your artist spotlight, Ema? Oh Jesus! Um, 
Well, I released a new song called It's Nice to Meet You, so I guess I will just go with that one. Probably makes the most sense. Can, can we exploit it? You may indeed. Excellent, thank you. Brilliant. That's pretty much everything, isn't it? Yeah, that is it. Any, any news this week? Yeah, the news is this whistle pig is absolutely amazing. It's one of the best whiskies I've ever tried. Definitely go out there and try it. And uh, Theresa May resigned. That's not yes. news, really. That's just out of date, isn't it? Yeah, yeah to, be, to be fair, I mean, yeah. It's... Uh, John Snow killed Daenerys. <gasps> no! Oh, are you supposed <laughs> to share the spoiler alert? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, rewind that. Spoilers! Almost <laughs> as bad as me. I like that, I like it. You said Theresa May resigned and nothing for me and John yeah. Snow killed Daenerys. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. We know what's really important. <laughs> exactly. Jon Snow is back in the north with, with a ghost exactly where he belongs. So, and now we'll talk about music. Yeah. Shall we move on to our head to head then? <laughs> Why not? Oh, news. Oh, go on then, Rich. News. We're, we're, we're taking a short sabbatical. Probably just going to be a few weeks or so. Just so a mid season break. Our next episode after this one will be released towards the end of June. Yeah. But uh, check, the, check the social medias for the exact date. Yeah. yeah. We've, had a, we've had a couple of hectic weeks and we just want to bring everything back to some sort of semblance of order. Yeah. We, ha- we haven't forgotten about our loyal fans. Yeah, yeah. those three people in Papua New Guinea I'd really <laughs> make a difference. Yeah. Emer and, and goes at good speed. Ema, yeah, goes at good speed. <laughs> Goza doesn't even listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he admitted it. <laughs> He hasn't got time, though. He's happy to come on, but he never listens, so fuck you, Goza. I know you don't listen, so fuck you. <laughs> you bell end. <laughs> yes, okay, this is getting all out of hand now. Uh-huh. So, so shall we, we move on with our first round? Head to head! Doggy to noggin. This is our head-to-head section. As I'm winning, I will be going first. The current scores are, I'm on five, Richie's on four, and Neil is on one. I don't care. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce my song now, which is by a band called Out of Service, and their song, Kestrel. Enjoy. <laughs>
so that was my song by Out of Service, their, their song called Kestrel. Chose this, I came across it. I like its energy. I think it's really upbeat. I think it's got some great production on it. And yes, I know, I've, I've got a love for, you know, American pop punk and the post-emo side and that sort of pop-punky indie sound. But I like this. It's It's got some real nice grooves to it. It's got a fantastic guitar riff that I really like. It's got a really nice sing-along chorus as well. And I like this, that the song talks about taking risks and chances. So that's what I did. Took a chance on this. Ema. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really fun. It was very, like, um, camp rock, you know? Like, you could imagine, like, <laughs> young girls, like, fangirling over it and, like, going to see them in, like... I don't know, three arenas. and Is stuff. There's a in the middle of them all as well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I love the pause in the in the course when it like stops for a second. That was really cool. Um, it's like really, really pan. You know, like like everything's very like spread, which is which is good. It's interesting. I like it. I think it's fun. It's got, as you said, it's got a good energy. Yeah, decent. Go on, Rich. You can say this in part now. Off you go. Uh, you know for a fact at some point during their career they've been on stage and decided to do a cover of Lifestyle of the Rich of the Famous. Definitely done that. It's one of their favourite songs. It's about Good Shot. It's a good comparison though, yeah? Mm. It's right up there. A good, good shout though. As you know, it's not my bag. The whole American kiddie pop rock it's thing. Like, it's like a mantra for you, you know. It's like, it's like six weeks now. It's not my bag. It's not my bag. <laughs> it's like me saying I fucking hate jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but although you say, you say that way, but I bought something last week that wasn't my bag, and I brought it. That's true. It was good yeah. last week. See, well. I'm, I'm open-minded, Wayne. But no, it's I, I, it. I've just heard it a thousand times. It just sounds like everything else I've heard of that. that that's why you don't hear it anymore because people are fed up of it. I think. See, I, I, I'm not I, saying I, it's bad. I get where you're coming from. I'm not saying it's bad because it's musically, it's fine. Vocally, fine. You know, technically, everything, it's good production. It's all fine, but it's nothing I haven't heard a thousand times. Doesn't ring your bell. Doesn't ring my bell. End. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> what do you reckon, Neil? What I reckon? Um, my first instinct when I heard, heard it was... Uh... Oh, oh, someone at the door. Yeah, it's Blink-182, they want the song back. <laughs> You, do, you too do realise this sounds nothing like Blink-182. Well, I thought it sounded a lot like Blink-182. <laughs> um, it just, I mean, it, it was very... Um, it just encapsulated that era of sort of American sort of post-punk power pop. Not really power pop, but sort of, you know, punk, <laughs> punk pop. But having said that, it wasn't a bad era. And it did... I, I found it very nostalgic, actually. To, it sort of took me back to that and... For that reason, I liked it. If if the comparison you pair would have shouted at me was Jimmy Eat World, I'd have gone. Yeah, I agree. Well, see, not 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 a million miles away, yeah. really. I think I, I'd have gone. Yeah, fair enough. Because I, I have this theory, and we spoke about this. It might have been on the B side. In fact, it was about black suit, black suit youth. It was, and I have this theory about East Coast and West Coast uh, bands and how they sound when they do the same sort of music. You can sort of pick out where they are from in America. You could tell these guys are from the East Coast side of America because it sounds harsher. It's got a bit more grit the thing, to it. The thing is, though, Wayne, I don't have the love for the Jordan no. that you do. I appreciate it. I like mm. it. I don't dislike it. But you you bum off that Jordan like I bum off you too. Oh, thank you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to get old, that joke. Bloody tax <laughs> But yeah, yeah it, it is what it is. And I don't dislike it. It's got energy. It's got life. It's got vibrancy. I'm all for it. What were you saying, Ema? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it took me. I couldn't remember the name of the band, but it's like Yumi at Sick. That's the guys. They're yeah, like really yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's not exactly Blink yeah. One Eighty Two. They're a bit more like pop. Yeah. Yeah, Yumi at Six. Yeah. It's not like quite busted, as harsh. Busted mm. and all them. Yeah, they were. They were. 
Busted wanted to be American pop rock. Oh, I think Busted is slightly more the other and end Mc of the spectrum. F- and McFly. And McFly. Oh, McFly. McFly, I got Those... more credit, I think, than Busted. What about McBusted? McBusted. Oh, the, yeah, the I saw them. Did you really? I did. Yeah, they came to Ireland. It was great. <laughs> oh my god, you see, you bum off. What's his face? Didn't you? The one who's gone into rehab. It was what that, was his was that name? Harry or Danny? Oh, I wanna, I, there's two of them gone into rehab. Wow. I don't know if they both but, went in, but I love tell you both, what, McFly so. got some. They got some skeletons in the closet, don't they, McFly? That rounds that up, then. That rounds that up, Wayne. That's uh, what people think of your son. That's fine. When if we're, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't dislike it. It was nostalgic. Yeah, I'm, again. Yeah, definitely nostalgic. I don't. I'm not saying it's not. Are you going to say that you liked it like you did the other week, and then later on the show, totally slated? It's not my bag. <laughs> I, I can see how it's well well done. Like I say, it's everything that needs to be in place is in place. It's just not for me. Did Sorry. you ask me to answer the door just so you could steal my light? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, that was, that was Neil's line, by the way. Oh dear. Uh, right, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's see. I could see you looked a bit perplexed and angry about it. I could see, Corbin. I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to be happy about this. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to Richie's in second place, so Richie's song. Yes, so my song, which I'm bringing for the head-to-head, is Choi Kokol and his I think that's how it's pronounced, and his song, Light Bulbs. We've been talking half the night, but I'm just hearing voices in my head Telling me just watch a step, mind the gap boy, look out for the edge Cause I've been broken before, picking pieces off the floor But I'm still looking for a girl like you I'm a little fragile, shattered and bruised yeah, I got a little black and blue, so gunshot. Looking for a girl like you. I'm just a light bulb in a box. Tape shut full of rocks, and I'm just tumbling down. Like a light bulb in a box. Yeah, I'll be turned to dust if I keep tumbling down. Tumbling down. Bitten twice as shy, but when it comes to you, I take that chance. Pull myself together, girl, and I'd put every fragment in your hands. Oh, cause I've been broken before, picking pieces off the floor, but I'm still looking for a girl like you. I'm a little fragile, shattered and bruised. Yeah, I got a little black and I'm a light bulb in a box, tape shut full of rocks, and I'm just tumbling down. Like a light bulb in a box, yeah, I'll be turned to dust if I keep tumbling down, tumbling down.
tape shut full of rocks and I'm just tumbling down Just a light bulb in a box Yeah, it won't take much if I keep tumbling down Like a light bulb in a box Tape shut full of rocks and I'm just tumbling down Like a light bulb in a box Okay, so that was Coat with his song Light Bulbs. What did you think of Light Bulbs, Neil? What did I think? I bloody loved it. <laughs> I thought it was an absolutely fantastic song. It, it made me all warm and fuzzy. Uh, I, I love the little video with all the, you know, little sock puppet, knitted puppet things. Yeah, the video was YouTube. good. But I mean, I love the songs, but it's very bouncy, it's very full of life and upbeat. And, it's I mean, nice. But, but listening to the lyrics, there's a little bit of cynicism in there as well, you know, and it's, it, but, it, but it's so happy and jolly. It's, it's just a very, very well, um, you know, it's clearly, I, I got the impression it was about somebody who had been hurt before, you know, and was and was struggling to come to terms with whatever his life was like now, whether it be some kind of new relationship or, or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I kind of... Weird, weird comparison. It's not really comparison. It's not... This is a weird thing about music. It can take you to a place where you associate it with another place, where another song has taken you. And it sounds absolutely nothing like this song, but for some reason, it was reminiscent to me of... I don't know if you remember, and this would be a fucking forgotten classic, Bruce Lee by um, Nisloppy. No, yeah, yeah. It was a... Uh, you know, yeah. JCB song. J- JCB, yes, yes. yes Riding right yeah, along in my JCB, JCB my dad, and he's Bruce Lee. Yeah. Song never fails the man uh, cry. And it, it's just like... It's just, just this really happy sort of uplifting tune um, that's mental because I was thinking of that song as well and he took me back to that place where I first heard that song he took me back to the place where I first heard this song where me and Richard rented a house off my cousin in Pensnet and it was some of the best, the best times of my life was that song out then was it? yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's where we first discovered it in that, 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 that house in Commonside and he just took me back to that place and I was like yeah I like this song so yeah there's nothing for me lovely what, what, what did you think Emma? yeah that was really cute it was um, I think like like nostalgic almost you know I think very like Mumford and Sons kind of in a way like I could actually see myself like being at a country music festival somewhere in America with everyone wearing like the boots and the denim shorts and like singing along like it was cheesy but it was like nice cheesy I think you know and I love the whistling that was great yeah. and um he has really good like vocal lines like melody lines it's very catchy yeah, it's very it re- it's like repetitive but it's fun yeah I liked it Wayne it's very good I'm exactly the same as what Neil was saying right it's bouncy and it's joyful and it bounces along and Neil says there's a bit of cynicism that I think he's actually really dark the lyrics, I think, are really dark to the point where I was listening to him. You know, the the way that he uses the analogy of light bulb in a box of rocks, it's it's the whole, it's his mental state. You know, if you if you shake me about too much, if you if you treat me a bit too, that's that's where I got the kind of thing about being hurt before. Mm. From what I picked up was you, you said it was a bit cynical, you know, uh, a bit cynical. I found it really quite. It's a happy, sad song. That's the way I come across these. You know, the the more I listen to it and the, the way you were singing those lines, it's like you say he's been hurt before. And I just think it's it's a really good way of communicating something because you know nobody wants to listen to unless you're in a certain state. Nobody wants to listen to a really sad song about being hurt unless you're an emo. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's it's a really good way of doing it. You know, that, that was emo, not 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 emo. Yeah, <laughs> we don't think your music's depressing. I mean, being called both. Don't worry. <laughs> 
Um, so you're not an emo. Have you heard my songs? <laughs> have you heard my songs? Uh, yes. yes. The last one wasn't the emo-ish. No, actually, that one was yeah, more of the upbeat one. Right, a few things about Troy Kokel. He only has 54 monthly listens on Spotify, which was amazing to me when I read more about him. Yeah, this song has less than a thousand plays. He's from an album called Lonely Ghost, which is produced and mixed by by Troy Kokel. He's from Calgary in Canada. He is a two-time recipient of a SoCan Award for country music, which is the Canadian Country Music Awards. Uh, Sorry, and a two-time CCMA Songwriter of the Year nominee. That's the Canadian Country Music Awards. Uh, Lonely Ghost was nominated for the 2008 Indigenous Music Awards for Best Folk Album, which is a Canadian Music Award. And he won the Songwriter of the Year Award at the 2018. I think that's YYE Music Awards. Don't ask what they are. I didn't write it down. Well, thanks, Wayne. No, at least I don't have to say all that now. Sorry, did you say all that? So I always it get last. It was my artist. So Sorry, I... mate. Yeah, you always <laughs> do that. Well, normally you turn up and I go, tell me about you. It's a good song. That's why I do all the research. You didn't tell us about Neil's artist. He hasn't gone yet. I'm hoping you I'm hoping you will, because I, I know fuck all about my artist. I just like the song. <laughs> Rich, tell us all I'll, uh, I'll take I, all that out. Go I on. think you you both covered it one hundred percent. Like you say, it's dark it's dark done it's like it's, it's dark done in the light. Mm. Count, it's, it sounds counterintuitive, but s- somehow it works. Kind of smells a bit like passenger, knowing the whale. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Uh, um, it's good. Uh, look, sounds the, like a Bible story. <laughs> smells. I said smells like. Oh, that was Jonah, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, br- brilliant song. song, uh, song su- yes, brilliant song. Instrumentation is brilliant. Good, good subtle use of the banjo Very nice. I think that's what it sounded like, in a way. I like that you brought that up in the mix as well, because that could be easy to be lost. I don't that's really quite prominent as well. It was, it was, it was on the board. Eh? It wasn't yeah. too prominent, and it wasn't too low down yeah. either. It was just, just, just on the right. cusp. I don't know if he's done the production himself or if he's got somebody else to no, do it. Produced or what, it. But it's, he's produced it. It's him. It's very well done. Yeah, very well is. done. Mm. And mixed by him as well. So yeah. So that what you're saying there is that's a conscious. So he's, thing. it's obviously his whistle as well. Yeah. I'm guessing he's done that once and then copied and pasted. The whistle it. is fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Put me in mind of um, Peter Bjorn and John. Remember. Ah, uh, yeah. I love the harmony oh, yeah. whistle. That was very clever. Yeah, yeah. It's just really nice, isn't it? You know, mm. it's it's there, and it's something that gets you hooked into that song. If that came on the radio a couple of times a day, you'd soon be whistling that unconsciously. It's a song that it's a song. It's, this is this this song is the reason why I wanted to do the show because the songs out there that are better than that in the mainstream at the moment, and people. Are ne- if it wasn't for people like us, these songs would would never get heard. And this song will be on my playlist now, and I'll probably try and get a hard copy of him. Actually, it was weird. how wonderful are we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big us up. We are God. It was weird looking him up because I looked him up all this stuff. You know, he's a recipient of these awards and he's been nominated for this and all this, and he's got credit writing credits on 200 other songs by well. artists from all over America or Northern America and and then I get to Spotify and he's got 54 monthly listens and I was just totally like what what the fuck he's got 54 monthly listens that's nothing you know and he's obviously because he's in a niche where, where he is it's not just that though. This, is, this, this is the whole thing with the music the, the music scene this is why things need to change because you know there's, yeah. that, there's that much out there that it's getting somewhere is a lottery I mean, you was, can be the best in the world and still never get heard there was that famous article that uh, the Rolling Stones and the Beatles wouldn't get signed today today's music music no. industry of course they yeah, wouldn't definitely yeah not produced enough no don't use enough uh, vocal editor I forgot what it's called. Auto tune. Uh, auto tune, yeah. The Beatles don't use enough auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that was my song 
Like hey Jude. <laughs> In the background, can you imagine it? <laughs> Paul McCartney needs one. Paul McCartney needs auto-tune these days, though. Have you fucking heard him? Fucking old man, man. Leave him alone. You know, do, 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 you've got one of them, haven't you, Emma? It's like a, a little tube thing that you stick in your mouth. Oh, yeah, you no, I think you're getting... That you're getting mixed... Uh, that's something different. That's, that's a, a, vocoder, a synthesizer, that is. isn't it? Vocoder, yeah. 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 Auto-tune yeah. is, like, afterwards, like, you hear it on, like, Kanye West tracks. Like, like, Kanye West tracks, they're like... Generator. Yeah, yeah, like the robot kind of sounding thing. Richie Sambora used on Living on a Prayer. That's the fucker, yes, you've yeah. got it, yeah. You have to yeah. make the mo- movement of a wah-wah pedal with your mouth. That's yeah. the way it works. <laughs> so yes, that was Choi Coco with his song Light Bulbs, and we're going to move swiftly on to Neil now with his song, and he's going to tell us all about his song. Okay, so my song is The Sun Shakers with their song Back to Us.
That was the Sunshakers with Back to Us, one of the songs that was sent to us as a submission for the podcast, and I liked it a lot. It kind of ticked all the boxes for me. I think there's a very, it got a very nice build up to it. It was very prog, which as you know, I, I bum off. You never mention it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it kind of. There was, you know, there was there was a bit of depth and progression to it. I absolutely love the vocals on it. I just, I just her, her vocal um, really did. Um, it, it's really, I've had it really goosebumpy. The band from Dublin, and there is an obvious U2 influence, which again is not a bad thing in my opinion. Uh, I mean, admittedly, there is, there is, a, there is a sort, there's a little guitar riff that's sort of not a guitar riff, it's sort of like um. Maybe it's a guitar or a keyboard, really. Some kind of slide guitar that actually sounds like the starter with or without you at one point. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's an influence and it's used well. But, yeah, I just liked it a lot. Yeah, what did you think, Rich? I thought it was a really good song. I thought it was a really nice song. She had a, It built really well. It, it built... It was sneaky, the way it built. It built so sneakily that at one point you're listening to a beautiful, quiet, quite mellow song, and then you're listening to a powerful song, but you don't remember when it happened. And you're just it's clever. It's quite good. Her voice is amazing. She smells a bit like Paloma Faith. Uh, she smells a bit like Paloma Faith. Smells a bit like Paloma Faith. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that's what you said. That's my new thing there. <laughs> she smells a bit like Paloma Faith, and I listened to her, her vocally. Unfortunately, what laid down for me was production was awful. Not so much on the instrument, like the guitars, which wasn't the best either, but it was better than the, the drums, like, down so much. It almost sounded like you was listening to drums through earplugs. They were so muffled, and at one point, she, they, they they used a snare, a snare drum comes in later on in the song, but they've took the snare off, which was a good idea, and I reckon it would have sounded good had it not sounded so muffled. And as soon as I realised that the production was so bad, I, d- I don't know if she meant to do it, or what, but as soon as I re- realised that the, the production was really bad on the drums, it's it's all I could hear. She's got like a marching kick beat in it. If you compare that marching kick beat to the same kick beat in the song I bought by Coco, in addition to the production on his, you can you can instantly tell the difference. That's the only thing that laid down for me, because otherwise it was a fantastic song. OK, we'll let Wayne go last, because he's probably got some stuff on him. Uh, so, uh, Ema, what do yeah. you think? <laughs> I kind of agree with all that. Like, the beginning was beautiful. I was proper, like, in tra- like I was trance, like in a trance listening to it. I was like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. Her voice is amazing, and like, I like I love the melody and the tone of the whole thing. Um, I wish the vocals were a little bit louder in the beginning, just because they're so gorgeous. I just want to be able to like listen to them like all the time. But it was a shame. Like, it just kind of fell apart for me a little bit. But the part where I kind of went like broke down. Like, I felt like. The guitars could have been like more snappy and the drums and like if you're going to do that kind of rhythmic rhythmic thing you really have to commit to it and go for it and that just kind of let it down like the production there like I almost wish that they didn't have that part in it where the chords change and stuff I don't like the chords that they used and then just like just do that like slow kind of like riffy thing towards the end and then go back into the chorus you know I think that little part let it down which is so unfortunate because it's such a beautiful song and she's got such an amazing voice but yeah I have to agree that the the production could have been a lot better. I think that let it down. Yeah. Why? I have a feeling that the production of this is live. I like, recorded at the same time? Yeah. Everything's recorded live. I've got this feeling. Yeah. 
Now, I found it on YouTube. I don't know if it was a YouTube link they sent originally, if I just type everything into YouTube, but there is a, a, a live video playing mm. alongside it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, Sunshakers, back to us. They have 17 monthly listens, so they have less than now, mate, Troy. And <coughs> this song has 4,800 plays. They are a five-piece five band from Dublin. They class themselves as a soul, blues, rock, gospel band. Now, I got the gospel part straight away, and I thought that's why Neil was swinging towards it, because it's like a, it felt like a worship song the first time I heard oh, it. Oh, he got the gospel part yeah. of it. Uh, I didn't get that, but yeah. Yeah, oh, it was the first time I heard it. Bear in mind, it's the first time I heard it. Then I went back, listened to it a bit more, and I really got a feel for this song. And I think it's it's because it's quiet and it's alluring. You know, it, it brings you in slowly. And and then I agree, the vocals are a bit down and they're a bit muffled. But I also like that. You know, it makes so, you just listen. Just from the very beginning. Yeah, it makes you listen to it harder. And sure. I think you know, um, it's quiet and alluring. And then it, the song has like a desperation and a sadness to it. And then that's that's what gives it the heart. You I know? find it very haunting. Yeah. Exactly that. I've got. I've, I've wrote down in my little my notes here that um, you know when the choir starts coming in, when the, the chorus starts to swell a little bit, it gave it like a supernatural quality. The choir in the background just giving it like a bit of vibrato, like you know, it, it gave it something, took it on a different level. So that's that's a terrible thing, but that that sort of thing. And I really love the quad drum beat at the end. That it reminds me of Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. That yeah, that that was that was really nice. I think it's a great song. And just to finish off anybody out there who's in a a makeshift band or a band that's been put together because these guys they met through busking and they met through open mic nights in dublin if you if you're gonna go and do a video go and watch these people's video it's really simple it's really well done they've just got some fairy lights that's it and a few nice angles and they've spent a bit of time with it that's all you need to do because some of the videos i've seen of bands that send us it's it doesn't i don't think it takes much to make something look nice but it doesn't take much to make it look fucking awful as well and if if you're trying to promote yourself through a video it doesn't work sometimes we've had some bands come on and i've listened to their stuff and put, put the video on and the, the, the video's taken me away from the song yeah they've spent a lot of money on dog shit yeah I'd, I'd recommend going and watching this video because it's really just simplistic and it does what it you know sets out it just to sells the song yeah it gives it an energy as well you know, it, it puts you where you where they think the, the song should should be listened to, sort of thing. I think it's really well done. Excellent. So, on to our all important verdict. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Who do we think she's going to choose? Ooh, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm okay. I'm going Neil. I reckon. I don't. I think she might go with you. Neil? So it's two to Neil, one to Rich. Ema, who are we going for? I am going with Lightbulb because yes. I think it was just really well produced the whole way through. Like for me, like like um. It's definitely, yeah, like those songs are really great. Um, and I do have to say like that last one that was playing. Yeah, Sun Shakers. Yeah, I think that's like such a gorgeous song. But for me, the, like the production, it just like kind of outweighs it. And Lightbulb was really, really well done the whole way through. Out of Service was fun, but uh, I think Lightbulb is just, yeah. You should watch well it with done. the video as well. The video is brilliant. Oh, yeah. Good video, yeah. I'll have to do that. Yeah, so congratulations, Rich. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. This yeah. week's head to head winner. Does that mean you are now level? I we do are. believe she chose me last time as well. That we is five, true. Five, With Gold Leaf, yeah, that was so good. I'm glad you remember. Mm-hmm. I can't remember <laughs> what we brought last week, so well done, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Have you got like, one of those idyllic memories? <sighs> no, I just listened to that song like on repeat for so long. <laughs> oh, is it okay? We followed each other on Instagram too. Well, cute. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. so we're <laughs> Fun fact. moving on. Moving along. Moving on. It's our, uh, hidden masterpiece round. Hidden masterpiece. Hidden masterpiece. Hidden masterpiece. 
Right, so we find ourselves in a bit of a strange predicament this week. Normally I have our guest bring a hidden masterpiece, but at the 11th hour our guest uh, unfortunately couldn't make it, so I am bringing the hidden masterpiece this week. And Ema is going to judge alongside me and Neil yes. whether it's a hidden masterpiece. This is unprecedented. At the moment it's unprecedented, yes. So my hidden masterpiece this week, well I get to bring a hidden masterpiece, it's kind of, kind of exciting, is Followed the Waves by Odomar. I know this song from way back when, which is probably about 2005. This was in heavy rotation on MTV2, and I absolutely loved it, and I looked into it. And the reason... I know a forgotten classic. You pair, you pair are sitting there going, oh, it's not a hidden masterpiece. The reason I've chosen it as a hidden masterpiece, she was in one of the biggest bands at the turn of the 2000s, the late 90s, turn of the turn of 2000s, was Melissa Odomar, who is Odomar. Uh, she was the bassist for Hull, who is Courtney Love's band. Oh, this song could have been done by them, then, yes, I would agree. This this had a very cult following when it came out. I, I absolutely well, yeah, there was going to be some kind of sneaky yeah. connection. There wasn't a sneaky connection, you know. Sneaky sneak. It is that I. I <laughs> I love that song then I still love it now I think it's fantastic it's got such drama about it and the lovely bit in the chorus where you know you, it's got that and then gets the sweepy moment it feels like a wave you know I followed the waves yeah absolutely adore it shall we start with Ema ah alright then yeah I love it definitely I think that's so good I love the, the vocals at the beginning that was great and then the, the, the guitars are so nice like there's like so much going on with them really like heavy and like obviously like tracked a lot and everything so yeah yeah I really enjoyed that I could see um I could almost kind of imagine Wolf Alice taking a bit of influence from them absolutely yeah very like Wolf Alice vibe yeah um yeah, definitely. I, I really like that song. I think it's great. Yeah, I'd, I'd consider that a hidden masterpiece for sure. Oh, oh uh, too early. Yeah. Too early. Too early. Ah, just like, I don't know, edit it out or something. <laughs> Leave that up Neil. to you guys. No, Rich can go next. Oh, Rich. It's not a hidden masterpiece. I think we're so far away from what we originally wanted a hidden masterpiece to be. Someone really famous, like um, U2, Madonna, I'm Michael not Jackson. Famous, Are you famous now? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And this person, 9,000 9, monthly listens. I bet she pays tax at least. Yeah, I just it's 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 not what the it's, I'm not saying it's not a good song. It is a good it's a good song, very good song. It's not a masterpiece. It's a good song. It's not a masterpiece. We put, it's, we put songs that are worse than and this. And it's not what we'd have considered a hidden masterpiece when we, we it came up with the round. I don't think. That's me. I'd never heard of her. I fucking loved it. It's a hidden masterpiece. Nice. Okay, that's it then. I, I can understand what you're saying because she's not a massive artist, but she was in one of the biggest you know post grunge bands on the planet. She's almost a hidden artist. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I go with that. She's a hidden famous person yeah and that I'll, band wasn't that famous though were they they were they were, they were big at the time I think in, in the circles I travelled everybody knew Odomar was I, li- I like it as well because I watched an interview with her and they were said, really famous in my circles uh, well <laughs> <laughs> So she did an interview with... Um, How famous does somebody have to be? It's, it's an interesting debate. Mainstream, usually. Well, this is mainstream. It's, it's just, not. It's, it's not, not mainstream that you happen to have checked out. It's not mainstream. It's got nine, she's got 9,000 monthly... No. She could have she could have been a head-to-head. Pretty it doesn't good. matter what I think, anyway, because they both decided that it's a hidden matter. I just wanted to say this, and you'll like this. So I watched an interview with Melissa Edemar and the... A guy who interviewed said, Is it Odemar? Is that what you say? She said, It depends where you are in Europe. She goes, If you're in France or in Britain, it's Odemar. If you're in Germany, it's Oftemar! Ashgang! Did she say that? It's Shogigong! She did, yeah. Okay. Crankin' House! What the fuck is a Crankin' House? Hospital. Hospital, yeah. Oh. 
Uh, it's a Krankenwagen to the Krankenhaus. <laughs> Krankenhaus, isn't it? Krankenhaus. You know what? We should learn German and do an episode in German. Oh, we should. Monty Python did it. <laughs> Monty Python released an entire episode in German. Brilliant. It's hilarious. Right, so with Ema's vote and Neil's vote, Melissa Odomar's Followed the Waves is a hidden masterpiece. Mm. I'll have a more dead body. I'm holding that button door firmly shut. <laughs> Congratulations to me. Anyway, let's move on now <clears throat> to the Forgotten Classic round. Forgotten Classic. Okay, so the Forgotten Classic this week, because of the predicament we find ourselves in, will be bought by me. And the song I am bringing is Dream Warriors by the band Dokken. I love this song. I love 80s rock. I love Def Leppard. I love... This is everything I love about music. But I really love the film as well. I mean, I love the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. I mean, Freddy Krueger is such a great character. This is probably the best of the of the series. But yeah, the, the reason this is a forgotten classic for me is because it was recently featured on an episode of Riverdale, which is an absolutely horrendous series that I love for some so reason. Bad. It's just it's just so, it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah. It just makes no it's it's, it's the epitome of trash TV. My, my lovely Emma watches this and I physically get fucking angry when she puts it in. Really? I can't oh. believe that they waste money on shit like this. I really we, can't. It's got to the point now where even Rachel picks holes in the plot and she normally loves she loves all this sort of one tree hill teen. Oh, you know, right. sort of uh, high school stuff. She loves it, but she, she, even she starts picking holes in the plot, and we, 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 what, we stick it on there for entertainment, just, 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 just to rip it apart. And it's, <laughs> we, we love it. But uh, anyway, yeah, they, they did. Um, the, the main cast of Riverdale keeps sort of bursting into song. Everything, you know, that's a gimmick this series. <laughs> and they were in a band in high school, so they, they did a cover of this, this song. And as soon as it came on, I'm like, oh, Dream Warriors, not even Elm Street three, and it got me all excited, <laughs> and I'd forgotten about it until then. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that's why it's a forgotten classic. The irony of them singing Dream Warriors is probably all the cast was born when this film was in the summer. Because yeah. they're all fucking 40 <laughs> anyway. So. Who wants to make pop first? Yeah, um, I'd say if if you hadn't remembered it because of Riverdale, then I would have said that it wasn't a forgotten class because I didn't know about it and I knew about it because of like a modern thing. But because there was like a lot of thought that went into it, then I'm going to agree that it's a hidden, no, a forgotten classic. I've actually yeah. picked up on a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street references in uh, Riverdale. They mention it every other episode, actually. Um, yeah. But they, they mentioned uh, Be- Betty's, Betty's house is actually on Elm Street. Yes. So, uh, Wayne. Go on, you go next. I'd, I'd, if music was a person, glam rock would be its bastard child. It's not glam rock. It, it is. fucking glam, glam rock. It's glam rock. It's glam rock. <laughs> it's glam rock. <laughs> glam rock's like T-Rex. At some point in this song, when they do this song live... <laughs> The guitarist comes to the front of the stage and starts doing gymnastics with his guitar <laughs> while wearing spandex. That's a, that's a guarantee, that is. <laughs> I guarantee his guitar's got zebra stripes on it as well. <laughs> uh, I've got nothing to say about it. It's, it for, me, it's not a, for me, it's not a forgotten classic because I've never heard it and it's not something that was about everywhere at some, one time, I don't think. The film was big, though. Uh, but okay, then. Not many Elm Street 3 is a forgotten classic, but this one's not. <laughs> right, I've, I've quickly Googled Dokken, right? And people also searched for Rat Glam Metal. <laughs> White Snake. Glam it's, rock. it's White Snake. 
Uh, Motley Crew, Skid Row. Do, do I need to go on? <laughs> Hang on, I, I just want to find one more. Guaranteed, if I can find Cinderella, Foreigner, Scorpions. Uh, wow. Yeah, all, all, yeah. Cl- all classic rock, <laughs> not glam. Hold on. Uh, right, so I've had a quick look at this. Uh, this song was released back in 1987 to coincide with the release of Dream Warriors, which I think may be my favourite. I haven't seen it for years, but I think it may be my favourite Nightmare on Elm Street. It's definitely film. my favourite. Yeah. It, it's not a horror film. I think we've had this conversation before. It's, it's more like The Lost Boys. It's yeah. Like a, it's like action. If you go back, people hold such a, a, a torch to Nightmare on Elm Street. If you go back, it's fucking terribly acted. Yeah, the only reason it's remembered is because of Freddy. You know, I I went to see it recently. Um, I mean, I digress completely about somewhere. I went to see Nightmare on Street recently, last last October, I think. Special you know, Halloween. They had a special Halloween screening, and people were laughing at the dialogue. You know, it was only when Freddy came on, people shut up and paid attention. And he's only in the original for like 13 minutes. Yeah, he's not in for long. Seven, they're the best 13 minutes of the damn film, isn't it? The first one and the third one, they're the best. I don't even remember the second one. Uh, Freddy's Revenge. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah. The one, that I, I, it's uh, Dream Warriors is like that was the third one, wasn't it? Yeah, Dream Warriors is like Saw. He's got some really horrible deaths in there. You know, remember the one with the flypaper? He's inside the matchbox, and he's like, she's like got fly arms and things I like that. I think that was number four. Is that number four? Yeah. Oh Christ! Yeah, I'm getting my nightmare on the street. There's nineteen yeah. of them, isn't there? So. Three. The best death in three was the one where he um, he sliced that chap open and used his veins to. Oh, the puppet. Oh, like a puppet. I like, like a marionette. Yeah. No, I like the one with the guy who's in the wheelchair and he, he, he chips oh, his wheelchair yeah, and he yeah. slits all his legs open as he comes back. One of them is a drug addict, so he That's turned it, his, yeah. his club into like heroin. That's it, yeah, and, Jesus. Yeah, I need to go and watch Dream Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> this song was released. Oh, and he come out of the TV and smash that girl's head into it. Yes. Yeah, is it that the one where he... He eats well, her. He well, becomes the worm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to prime time, bitch. Anyway, he's not enjoying this conversation at all. <laughs> you know I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them. I have to admit. Oh, they're brilliant films. You would see. You probably view them as a comedy. Yeah, it's probably. It's, it's, <laughs> I remember watching. <laughs> they terrified Man. us as children. Yeah, I remember watching Nightmare on Street when I was about nine. Yeah. Badly, should not have been watching that film at nine years old. But I remember sort of watching it. I think the third one was the first one I watched. Uh, yeah. Dream Warriors. So uh, let's have a look. Hold on one second. Right. Yeah. So uh, the single Dream Warriors was originally released, originally released in February 1987, and the theme song to the for the horror film Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors, and it only reached number 22 in the American charts. That's not pretty good when you think yeah, about but it. You You'd be happy with that, wouldn't you, Emma? I'd be delighted with that. You'd just be on there, I'd be chuffed. <laughs> I didn't chart at all in the UK. Oh, I lie. It charted at 96 in the UK. <laughs> Does that, oh, that's the album, in fact. The album charted at 96. I can't even... They didn't even chart in the UK. Nope, didn't chart at all in the UK. I can't, I can't pass that as a fucking classic. I, I, I said something to you when, you when we were talking before and we said, oh, have we got songs to bring and you know and, and Neil said oh forgotten classic I've got this and all I had in my head was the theme tune to Jason the Wheeled Warriors and basically it's the same damn song <laughs> yeah, Wheeled Warriors Dream Warriors same damn song it's just one of them stole it I just can't figure out who uh, apparently this was remastered and released re-released in 2009 I didn't even realise to no avail yeah Dokken are still going as well apparently yeah Mm. Oh, I, yeah, it's not a forgotten classic because I don't think it ever was remembered. Uh, I think it's a classic song <laughs> from a classic film. I'd, I'd agree. Everything. I'd agree with that. I just don't think it's been forgotten because it was never remembered. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, if you go like Cry Little Sister from The Lost Boys, I don't think it's a classic. Yeah, if you go Jeremy, uh, Jeremy McMahon with Cry Little Sister from The Lost Boys and the end scene, you know, that one. Cry, you know, Cry Little oh, Sister, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. 
That's a forgotten classic, you know. And that did well in the charts as well. So, no, I'm I'm going to say no, Neil. Sorry. Oh, at least I've got Ema on side. Yeah. Ema's uh, yeah, well, going to go... Uh, obviously, find... obviously it means something to Riverdale fans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or people who hate Riverdale but find Ema's, it strangely entertaining. Ema's going to go and find nine million films containing Freddy Krueger now. <laughs> <laughs> There's about nine million of them. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, at least right. nine, I think. Okay, so yes, we digress. Us digress. Move on. To, we'll move on to our next round then. Which is our Last show, I was challenged to bring the music of K-pop, uh, Korean. Pop music, really. And That's it. Yep. With K-pop, you can either go one or two ways. You can either find something absolutely groundbreaking and incredible, like Pineapple Pen. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you can find something absolutely bonkers. And to be fair, it's easier and more fun to go down the bonkers route. So, yeah, I, I discovered this song, PMS, by Park Myung-soo and Lizzie. And it's a bit of a, a clever play on words, because Park, Park Myung-soo, obviously his initials are PMS, and PMS obviously is PMS. So they decided to write a song about BMS together. An absolutely incredible video where Park myung shows up as, as a devil kind of giving... He's the period devil getting it right now. <laughs> the devil period. He shows up every month. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically what the song's about. It's about a certain time of the month for a certain gender of the human race. And But yeah, I just found it incredible that the Koreans would take that and write the song about it. I've got a bit of English translation here if Go you, for you it. want to hear it. still cycle, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what are you looking at? You know who I am. I'm the famous PMS. I'm here, I'm here, the PMS monster. Get sick, roll around, cry. Even your grandma went through it. A woman's fate. It's already a week before that day. What's wrong with me? My face is going crazy. I keep getting pimples, getting ugly. In brackets, you were born like that. <laughs> what do I do? I can't stop overeating. I eat and eat but still feel hungry. Open your mouth. Ah! I think I've become a monster. I'm so depressed I keep getting irritated. That day is coming. I'm not me right now. Don't stay next to me. It's dangerous. <laughs> That day is coming again. I can't take it anymore. Please leave me. Goodbye, PMS. Goodbye, PMS. Goodbye, PMS. Goodbye, PMS. If anyone touches you, you get mad. Like an arcade game, you'll go crazy. When I'm here, cancel all of your plans. Mark your calendar with a red marker. I'm I'm dangerous. It started again. I started blurting out bad words. I became the anxiety of our household. <laughs> and then in brackets, your personality was always like that. <laughs> it's coming, PMS, it's coming, I'm coming, you can't escape me. It's coming, PMS, it's coming, I'm coming. Now you're PM, PM, PMS. Yeah, so that's, that's basically wow. it, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's, um, if you've watched the video to the song, Park Myung Soo shows up as a devil with PMS on, on his front, basically tortures this young girl who is clearly experiencing PMS and causes her to overeat and keeps feeding her cake and, yeah, just poking her all the time and giving her headaches and stuff. Wow. And uh, anyway, and, 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 and there's this fantastic bit where it all goes all, um, sort of all your classical music starts, you know, it gets really sort of intense and it turns into like an X-Men film and she banishes him by taking some kind of medication. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just that, that, that to me that epitomises K-pop. Really, it's bonkers. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Comments. Um, I, I thought I thought it was fascinating. <laughs> yeah. 
only the Koreans could do that. It's like music, musically, it was like Barbie Girl meets Falling in Reverse. It was so random. And then you've got like a bit of opera in there as well. A bit of baby metal in there as well. Just Falling in Reverse meets Barbie Girl meets Nightwish. (laughs) 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 So random. A bit of Wagner in there as well. (laughs) And at one point, didn't he strike the dog with PMS? Yep, he did. There, Everybody gets it. The dog was rolling around in... Got it's, st- it's madness. He got stomach cramps, bless it. That's what they used to say back in the old, oh. ye olden days, isn't oh. it? She's been stricken by the madness. <laughs> <laughs> that was only in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. Ema, what did you think? Oh, God, if I'm being honest, that's probably my new favourite song. It's <laughs> 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 amazing. Oh, oh. I'm blown away, yeah, honestly. I mean, it's not like, you know, I, I would I would definitely listen to that. Maybe, like, first thing in the morning when I'm looking for a bit of, like, motivation or, like, I don't know, some kind of energy. I'm definitely just going to turn that on and just absolutely jam out. I love it. I think it's, it's my, genius. I think it's my favourite genre challenge song. <laughs> I do, yeah. It's definitely different. Oh. Wow. It's amazing. Well, yeah, and I love the video. Oh, my God, it's fantastic. So good. And, like, the breakdown oh, I'm, and then, I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm actually... I'm actually a bit. Just, I'm in a state of um, embarrassment. Look, is embarrassed by the PMS. It, I don't know what it is. <laughs> what's uh, What's fantastic is because you pair were just watching a video of it. You kind of if you go on YouTube, you can actually find reaction videos to this song. You know, you kind of get reactions to film trailers. Yeah. And, you know, the ending of certain things. You know, you can actually see people reacting to watching this video for the first time. And, and Wayne and Rich watching the video is exactly like all of the reaction videos <laughs> watched to this. They just, they just couldn't believe it. What did well, you think, Wayne? Uh, right, uh, wow. Uh, it's as bad shit crazy as I expected, to be honest. I mean, Korean pop is not known for its subtle, subdued, you know, uh, melody. Is it? It's it's completely out there. Uh, a bit of bit of a bit of background for you, right? So, uh, Lizzie is a real name is Park Soo Ah. Uh, she's 26 from Busan, and she's a former member of the girl group After School. Don't ask. Girl groups are massive in Korea. They can have like 30 members at one point. So, yeah. Uh, she's also an actress who starred in Korean dramas called All My Love and Angry Mom. I'm guessing Angry Mom had PMS at the time. <laughs> I'm a- <laughs> Park Myung Soo is a DJ, comedian, MC, singer songwriter. This song is not available on Spotify. I looked for a good hour. It's nowhere to be seen. The only place I could find it is the video on YouTube. Which, to be fair, if you watch it, if you're going to listen to this, you've got to watch the video because it's yeah, fucking sure. incredible. I, I tried to find an English translation, kind of, which you know, subtitles that mm. went along with the video. Yeah. I could only find a German one, <laughs> uh, which is even funnier. I'm watching that song with, with German subtitles underneath. It didn't help. Um, I mean, that. I managed to find the English lyrics I was reading out to you earlier, but I've no idea how they fit within the song. I'd like to see the, the German German cover it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. I, I don't know how period, and I'm, I'm using. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how period culture is covered in Korea. You know, in Wait, the, so what? So in England, you're on about PMS. Yeah, period culture, as in you know, PMS period culture. Period culture. You know, yeah. <laughs> Let me explain. Right? So, so, so trendy. Let me explain. Let me explain. So go back twenty years, right? 
You would not find an advert for sanitary towels before nine o'clock. It was after the watershed. You could not see an advert for sanitary towels before then, right? They're everywhere now. In this, we, we've sort of cut a boundary down in this country, whereas it's, it's broken free. down the taboo. Yes, ex- that's exactly it. Yeah. So it, it's it's more of a conversation <sighs> now. It's not something silly, you know. I remember being young, and it was like if you go in to buy sanitary towels, it was kind of like going to buy condoms. It was kind of hushed and you know quickly scanned through. Uh, obviously, I didn't buy sanitary towels, but being with you know women who, who I don't it. want to go into details anyway. too much but I was with a girl and uh, I had to buy her some sanitary towels she made a right mess in my bedroom did you punch her face in? <laughs> 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 I felt like it afterwards <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying I don't know what, this, what the culture's like in Korea for it and therefore if it's the same as ours then you know this song is sort of it's just picking a subject that's not taboo anymore and, and just sort of making fun with it if it is still a taboo subject I quite like it because it's, it's bringing it, it's a light it's bringing it you know it's okay it's sort not of. as taboo but I don't know why we're still talking about it because <laughs> <laughs> we are because um, it's in the culture I I the, the, the bit I love in it is the fact that they have like a massive Godzilla kaiju face off in the city <laughs> And after reading it, the tablets she takes to make her giant are stomach cramp tablets, and they're the things that she fires at him and he catches in his fingers. They're the stomach cramp tablets. Uh, so yeah, completely fucking batshit crazy. Nothing less than I expected, and fucking one hell of a fine. Well, I mentioned at the start. I love the way that he's taken his initials and sort of made a bit of a play. Yeah, yeah. PMS. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's got it one more, and he's thought, hmm, my initials are PMS. Yeah. I could write a song about PMS. The, the, the lyrics are fantastic. I'm fucking hell. What a Crazy song. <laughs> Even your grandma went through this. Yeah. <laughs> what was the line after that, Neil? Was it like Fate of Women or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Fate of yeah. Women. Oh, Sarah Connor. <laughs> Stricken with the madness. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Wow, okay then. Uh, right, so we have to sort out what happens next time. Now, who's... Who do we have next time is the question. Well, no, uh, it's the genre challenge, obviously. It'd be good to know who we have next time, because I don't yeah. actually know. Right, the genre <coughs> challenge. Who is picking for... Is it my turn again? No, your turn, man. I, I think brought, it's my uh... Someone's got you for me. Yeah. Have you got a genre in mind, Ema? If not, give me a letter from the alphabet and I'll choose um, for which. What's under... Are there any Qs? Any Qs? Oh, right. Mm, yeah, from oh, Tom no, it's easy to get in here tonight. <laughs> Very good, Neil. But um, Yes, there are. There are only seven cues. So pick a number between one and seven. Three. Number three. Wow. This is called. It's called Kazidar Modern. Kazidar updated for the mainstream audiences. So Kazidar is epic religious poetry accompanied to percussion by chanting. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. Gregorian chanting. Kazidar. So Q A S I D A H modern. That's what you're going for. So I'm going for something Gregorian. Kazidar modern. Kazidar. Very good. What a screamer you that have one to is. Send it to me. Because oh, yeah. well, no, Gregorian would be ancient. So you're sorte, going for the modern sorte, take. Sorte, sorte. <laughs> <laughs> that was a modern take on it. Guitarist so next time, Rishi, I challenge to bring Kazidar modern as your genre challenge yes so next time we will have on the show Francesca Louise and uh, that episode will be released on the 7th of July indeed right okay so we move on to our artist spot ligate round artist spot ligate there it is there we go <laughs> 
Do you want to take it away, Neil? Yes, we have our artist spotlight, where our artist this week, <laughs> Ema, will be Hello. promoting her music and talking about what she's doing. So what have you been up to, Ema? So, I have been uh, making more music. I released a new song there just, um, like, last Friday. Not, like, yeah, a couple of Fridays ago. And I wrote it for a friend's movie that he wrote and uh yeah so that came out and in his first week it was like played on the radio and it got into an editorial playlist so that was a good start so i'm just looking to keep up the hype i guess and then i have a new song coming out then in june on the 21st which i'm really excited about yeah so i've been keeping busy and then what else have we got on yeah i'm making a couple music videos this, this summer which will be fun gonna get all artsy and visual so yeah i wish i had more to say <laughs> yeah, i don't you, know you, you had a bit of a break haven't you you went to uh went away somewhere i did i went on holidays like with my family for like a week so it wasn't that much of a break i suppose but <laughs> it's always always nice to get a bit of sunshine mm. ourselves yeah you've been doing any gigs no but i have one coming up in july i'll be playing um waterford summer in the city arts festival which will be fun that's pretty much it i like i don't know my last gig went pretty well um i really love just like producing songs and writing new music and stuff so i always just kind of wind up focusing on that but i would like to focus on more live things but i'll get there so you've done a piece for a movie which means in a few years time Neil might bring it as a yeah you never know <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love my film sound <clears throat> tell us all about the song Eva. tell us all about uh, it's nice to meet you how it came about how yeah so um, a friend of mine is really into uh, film and like videography his name's Connor King and um, he actually did a Christmas video for me last um yeah, last Christmas. So then he asked me to write a song for this movie that he was writing. It's just like a short film. So NF, I actually never saw the film until it was finished. He just told me about it. And he said that it's about this like kind of coming of age film. And it's how, you know, you grow up and like the friends that you have now might not always be your friends. And it's like trying to say that, like acknowledge that, but say it's also okay to like grow and to move on. So then, and then he was saying that like he wanted like the musical piece to have something reoccurring because it's like set by the beach. So kind of like a wave. So immediately I, could, I just kind of thought of like the picking thing, dun, 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 like as a returning theme and then once I did that geez I had the song written in like 20 minutes because <laughs> it just like as soon as I got the idea in my head I, I knew exactly like what it had to be and then I kind of and I wanted to go back to like I don't know because I love that acoustic style like Kimmy Dawson and stuff and I really wanted to explore that so it was nice kind of going back to my roots in that sense um because I've been doing so much like production wise with like different instruments like just having a guitar song was really nice to revisit and then uh yeah so that's how the song came about really it was written for that film brilliant yeah brilliant. I, I, I think it's absolutely brilliant so you can definitely 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 smell the irish in there um, <laughs> it's, all, it's got some sort of like sailor type feel about it I, I, like a sea shanty like a sea shanty type i love about it because it. it's like it's meant to be a beach anyway so like that's so perfect yeah it's yeah again it uh, smells a bit like a uh, passenger yeah yeah I, yeah mm. i like it a lot uh, yeah thank you i'm looking forward to your next song in june uh, your next what was that line you single in june the line i was saying yes yeah. the line um that says uh, if i've ever met a healer it's not as good as time yeah if I've ever met a healer they have never been as good as time brilliant line yeah, it's really thank good. you that's deep <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> you know you know Neil likes it when he says it's deep yeah <laughs> nice did you think Neil I loved it oh it was great I loved it. Uh, you mentioned that, uh, that, that that sort of picking thing that sort of creates an effect of sort of like anchors a song and creates a, a sort of an effect of not, not, not monotony but mm-hmm. like kind of a repetition repetition that, yeah. that, that's the word I look for you know that's, that was just perfect he just grounds the song and carries it through Thank yeah you. it's absolutely beautiful song I loved it ah, geez, production's nice really good as well yeah, who helped you produce great. it I, I just did that myself <laughs> you did all the production yourself yeah just like I have a little studio in my room set up so I just did that here that is amazing thank you yeah it's one like to 
doing more songs and practicing because I, I do find that like my production is improving. Um, just sat here shaking my yeah, head because so. we couldn't produce that kind of sound in the studio. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, we are going back over ten years ago, and uh, our sound tech at the time was awful. Well, some of the stuff we've been sent isn't as fucking good as that. I spent thousands on it. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, listening to it, it instantly put me in mind of cliffs. So the minute you said that this film is set by a beach, I was, you know, you, you've hit the mark. That's it. if, if that's you. what it is. You know, it's sort of it was a whimsical. You know, I, I had more of a not a coming of age drama in my head, but something like that, a dramery type. You know. Um, lovers twist some mm. sort of thing it, it kind of puts you yeah. in mind of like Cornwall yeah uh, and like you know kind of maybe like a life that's a bit different to ours yeah exactly because um from the, the norm yeah that's actually so cool because um the the film is set in um in like a kind of caravan park somewhere in ireland kind of off the coast they like go there on their summer holidays so that's really cool that kind of captured yeah. that. See now, this so. this is an example of a song that paints a picture, and then they tell you what, the, and then they explain what the song's about, and it's exactly what's in your head. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the other week you brought that song, which was twelve minutes long, which was about um, the London the, tube. The, the London tube. <laughs> no, I did not get anything about the London <laughs> tube from it at all. But Gosa did, and Wayne did. Gosa yeah. did, yeah. Oh yeah, I think this is fantastic, Emma. It's thank you. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna taboo it. How old are you? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You write well yeah. beyond years you know it's, I don't think I'm the best day of my song writing ability which is tacky at best I could come up with the, the way those the melancholia that you promote through the song Wayne's crying you know you know it's, it, oh. it's, it's this has never happened it's a beautiful song you moved yeah. it thank it you is. oh my god and I don't know I thought you did quite well the, uh, the, the minor song Wayne that was that, was it's, a, it's, that, no, should, that yeah. should have been recorded that was a good no, song next to this song, song yeah. you know it's, <clears throat> you, you've got the, the whole coming of age thing you know it's there if this turned up in a Cameron Crowe film you, you wouldn't blink an eye you wouldn't you wouldn't <laughs> think nothing of it it'd just be there it'd be part it'd breathe in the film I'm, I assume just like it does in your in your friend's just for film. the tape me and Richard just look at each other and shrug their shoulders <laughs> we, we have no idea who Cameron, Cameron Crowe Jerry Maguire almost uh, famous oh Fast Times Original High <laughs> well now Jerry Maguire he writes coming of age films basically okay. don't watch Elizabeth Town it's fucking terrible not a good one though um, but yeah, those sort of things where where the film and the soundtrack go hand in hand. This the, you know it's so it's it's wonderful. It's brilliant. <laughs> My cheeks actually hurt from smiling so much. Thank you. <laughs> That's so nice. Awesome. So um, on that note, we come to the end of the show. So we are having a bit of a hiatus for a couple of weeks. Yes, we'll uh, be back um, start of July. Yeah, we've got a back catalogue. You can go back. We may do it. We may do a B side. Yeah, I think we will Yay. do a B side. Yeah, we're just we're just trying to get back to some sort. Of, we had a mad couple of weeks where. Where some things didn't work and if you listen to the last episode the, the vocal on the last episode was a bit all over the place we were in four different locations trying to do it and it sort of worked and sort of didn't and yeah we're all I back felt quite one. bad for the uh, artists that joined us so we'll, we'll get them on again yeah yeah, yeah. so we're having a bit of a hiatus it's coming up to summer and we need to sort out our heads and then yeah. come back all fresh and uh, smash it we have been in six months at the full stop you know, yeah. full for, yeah. full steam ahead sorry yeah so, I think we've yeah. earned a bit of a break so yeah mm. so we're having a mid-season break at the moment the I'm still going to do the artist of the week I'm still going to do track of the day even though I've been lagging on that a bit yeah so, so, so we'll, really it's just we'll to, still be about just to put out to all of our listeners we haven't died <laughs> no. we, we, we do still exist and we will be back we will be back it's just like Schwarzenegger yeah. <laughs> so 
on the, when we reconvene on the next episode, our special guest will be Francesca Louise. Francesca Louise. Our head to head at the moment stands at me and Rich tied on five, and Neil catching still, up on one. And he's catching yeah. up on one, yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, that one I shouldn't have won. <laughs> All that. Francesca Louise will be bringing her hidden masterpiece and her forgotten classic. The <clears throat> genre challenge is Cassidar Modern. That was it, wasn't it? Cassidar yeah, Modern. The, yeah. the intense hardcore genre luck. musical challenge mode go challenge. It gets all good on a musical challenge mode. Go! <laughs> uh, we'll be brought by Neil. Uh, it was chosen by my good self and email. It's Cassie Darmodden, which is chanting poetry. Did you say by Neil? He'd be rich. Sorry, he'd be brought by Rich. Sorry. He looks really put out. I just thought you that really Brilliant. And then the artist spot. We'll round off that episode with the artist spotlight, which will be brought by Francesca Louise. Uh, Emat, super substitute. Thank you so much for stepping in. It's your short notice. Yes, we owe you one. Thank you very, very much. I can't much. believe how smoothly this episode has gone. It's been absolutely it so brilliant. Last minute, but uh, you know, yeah, uh, it has. Yeah. I've, had, I've had an Cred- absolute ball. Credit yeah. to you, Emat. It's been fantastic. Yes, thank you so yeah, much for stepping in. You've you been are. a lot better yeah. than. Being <laughs> the best one, I wish I, could, I wish you could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, been great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm sure we'll. See, I'm sure we'll, yeah, you'll be on the show again at some point. Yeah, middle of July, play. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Awesome. So then, uh, okay, then that's the end. And with the all that's left to say is, I've been Rich. I've been Wayne. Neil. Emer. And thank you for listening. If indeed you still are. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. And I've got mine If we get along today and not tomorrow Then that's just fine At least we've got right now We're passing ships on a life that's stormy Call my name or just ignore me There's plenty more ways along this ride You have got your past and I've got mine But if I've ever met a healer They have never been as good as So carry on, carry on The things that they don't teach you when you're young Come and go, come and go If we don't learn, we'll never grow And it's nice to meet you If not for forever It was nice meeting you today Side, hop in your car, say we're going for a wild ride I, I think I like you If sunrise comes tomorrow and you're going up Brush off the dust and just move along I'm taking each day as it goes And I know that you have got your past and I've got mine But if I've ever met a healer, they have never been as good as time So carry on, carry on The things that they don't teach you when you're young Come and go, come and go If we don't learn, we'll never grow And it's nice to meet you If not for forever It was nice
Every week. <laughs> no, it's Seema. Seema, sorry. Wait, uh, what? Oh, yeah, I didn't like the line going yeah, off. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I thought it was our sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you've got two earphones in, Rich. I thought you were about the bastard birds. No, I can hear an alarm. I thought it was coming from out there. Oh, yeah, no, that's me. Can I finish picking up my alarm? That's the only reason you was picking it up, and I thought it was going to ruin it. Sorry, Neil. Fuck me. Anyway. And the f- you can bring one if you want. I want a bad one. <laughs> oh, <right>, okay. <laughs> you know what? I got your nose only because I took a breath. Just put my earphones back in. I'll just need a minute. <laughs> Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Cooking out, diving in, and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.